How's it, guys? My name is Mark Haystack, and I'm the host of the Birding Life Youth Podcast. Today's podcast is a bit different because I'm not in my recording studio or my room as usual because today is eBird Big Day or Global Big Day. And uh, yes, today I am instead in the forest trying to find our forest species for the morning. So it's going a bit hectic here. Uh, we're sitting under the roof of, uh, actually under the, the boots door of uh, Josh's car. Say hi, Josh. What's up? <laughs> so here in the garden route, it is actually basically storming um, here in the Western Cape of South Africa. And we're trying to give it a go anyway, see how many species we can get for the day. I've got Kalen in Canada who has said he will also do some voice recordings to let us know how his big day goes. So uh, let's see how we can compare eBird Big Day here in South Africa in the Southern Hemisphere to eBird Big Day in the Northern Hemisphere in Canada, where it is actually winter here in South Africa and spring in Canada. And <laughs> against all odds, it is storming here in the garden route. But Josh and I are still going to give it stick see how many species we can get on the garden route in one day. And at the end of the day, it's all about how much fun we have, not how many species we get. So uh, yeah, I'll keep you guys updated. That was the start of our global big day for 2021. And by the way, I'm back in my recording studio now. Um, in other words, my bedroom. But the unfortunate thing was that Kaylin O'Kenna, my um, mate from Canada, couldn't <laughs> that rhyme so much. He had to put birding aside for that day because he had a family emergency, which is totally understandable. But it would have been great to have Kaylin on the show um, and talk to us about how birding could have been on that side of the world. Nevertheless, we continued throughout our day and it became quite an adventure. So yeah, take a listen. Alrighty, so that's that. Our first stop in the forest. And uh, all we managed to get was Naznaluri. Yellow-throated woodland warbler and bath-throated apolis for this stop. But next up, we're going back to Reflections Eco Reserve where we stayed last night. And it is now 8 o'clock on the dot. So we had a quite a late start to this morning, but um, the rain held us back. So there were no night species we could have gotten this morning unless we were really brave um, and not scared of hypothermia. <laughs> so Eco Reflections Eco Reserve... Um, where we stayed last night it is situated right next to two big lakes here in wilderness and has lovely water bird species has lovely thicket species and uh, forest edge birds so usually on a lovely morning it's a really good spot to get uh, a whack of species but we're gonna have to see what we can find now that it's raining we have already reached quarter to nine and we are in a beautiful list of 20 whole species for the day. Um, oh, look, there goes an African data. That makes 21. Um, so, yeah, we just popped past the bird hide here at the lake, and it's under maintenance, so we could not stop there. I was hoping to get some waterfowl. So what we're doing is we're stopping off at a forest trail on the side of the road so we don't go too far off the beaten track. Um, there's some sunbirds calling above us. So, yeah, we're going to see what we can find here. See if we can get any species we missed in the, the forest back where we were. But it seems the rain is, the rain is slowing down. So, uh, we might get a bit more lucky here. 
Alrighty, it's now already 10 to 10 and we've got about 40 species on the list. Um, the, the, the highlights of wilderness um, and the lakes area was probably, what would you say? I mean, we've got African fish eagle, we've got um, Corister Robin Chat, and then stopping off over the wilderness bridge, we got uh, three species of terns, including uh, common tern, sandwich tern, and swift tern and then we saw um, a gull standing amongst them that looked really huge and grey and we thought shucks has a sooty gull from the eastern cape already moved down here and then we actually saw no it's just a juvenile kelp gull so that that was a bit exciting and then at the same time disappointing but anyway we are here now in george at the edge of the vitfontein forest where i do a lot of my adventures uh getting a few species here there's caruprinia calling in the distance cape grassbird and right here, there's lovely habitat for um, red-chested flufftail, almost said striped flufftail, um, which we're going to try this in art for now and get that species ticked off, which would be a really cool bonus for the day. And then, after that, we're going to meet with uh, Hank Nell in Mossel Bay and then continue our journey from there, get some estuary birds, and then make our way through Feinbos and over the mountain into the Karoo, where we'll get a whole different array of species. So that's coming up. When the three of us got together, we had a chat to Hank and discussed changing our route around because the the weather in the garden route that day was looking quite messed up. So what we did is we decided to go to the Karoo on the other side of the mountain from there and then later on in the afternoon make our way back when the rain on this side of the mountain had calmed down so that we get the estuary birds and uh, more of the lush vegetation on the, on the south side of the mountain covered when there was more clear skies because the cold front was coming over and it hadn't reached the dry Karoo yet. So we would uh, get those species before it gets too cold for the birds. So that's what we did. But the funny thing is that Hank Null is the founder of an app called Bird Lasso, which is mostly used here in South Africa. And <laughs> the day before Birding Big Day, I, I asked him, you know, if there's any possibility that he'd like to join us uh, for the day out to go birding on eBird and then just before he replied to me I realized that bird lasser and eBird are basically the same thing so I wasn't sure if he would be keen Alrighty, so change of plans we are now stuck on the Otanuka Pass in the middle of the mountains um, as Josh's cause Cambalt has just snapped and so we're about to go into the clan crew and get some more species but um, yeah it seems as though we are stuck now on the pass and we'll have to look out for some sort of mountain species while we're at it but yeah this is how the day is going in South Africa while we were on the on the mountain waiting for our car to be towed away um, we pulled out some coffee and to warm us up while we were standing in the cold mountain wind and we had a, a little conversation before heading off in Hank's car to continue our day. That was another thing. That oh! Was Generators keep dying. It was the week we found the grey wagtail. Yeah, yeah. That yes. Was the week. For two days, three days in a row, the car was being faulty. Two days. Two days, yeah. So we had to go fetch a generator like George and then go back to Wilderness and bring the old one and fix the new one and then plug it in and then uh, halfway through that the car's battery died like five times while we were traveling between towns 
And so that day we didn't get much birding in. <laughs> and so we just laughed about it because it was like the worst case of Murphy's Law. And just, yeah, what could, have, what could go wrong went wrong. Um, so, yeah. And then after all that, the next day, we stayed another night at Drift Actions Eco Reserve. And the next day, we found a grey wagtail. So, it was kind of like all that hard work paid off. So, yeah. Today is another one of those days. Let's just hope that we find something really cool yes, at fine. the end of it. <laughs> so, let me just get Nothing this. there. So, you're doing a burning big day. It's mm. half day and you've got 50 species. Yes. It's a birding small day. Well, with this weather, <laughs> yeah. we could have gotten, so, if it was good weather, we could have gotten so much more on reflections alone. Mm. Now look, reflections yeah. eco-reserve is great. We it's would have been up 150 probably. Yeah. Now look, on um, Burlash South Africa birding big day, we had 200 species. We got our 200 species by the time we reached the, f the base of the Clankaroo. Uh, we got African reed warbler there. So by now, at this time of the day, on last year when we did our, our Bird Life South Africa big day, we had reached probably 150 by now, and we're about 100 species short this time. Mm. But look, time of year now is mm. you can't compete yeah. with the species that's here in November. There's not going to be more than approximately 20 or 30 people in the country that's going to do this. But you can imagine if somebody's just in the Northern Cape and get those things, and somebody from Vakastrum, yeah. somebody from Northern KZN. As long as there's in different, different areas. As long as there's a group of people or a number of people in each area around the country yes. targeting that area's special species, that's why the, said, country, yeah, the country can get a good we number. We should try and cover as much ground as possible. Mm. We should rather go and say, okay, here are the 30 odd endemic species. I'm yeah. betting, just mark my words, in about two or three days' time, they're going to re make known uh, uh, um, what the scores are. Yeah. We're not going to get past 250 for the country, and that's a sh shame. I, mean, I can't believe yeah. we can't get 250 <laughs> for the country. Yeah. It doesn't bode well for AV tourism as well. Sorry, Mark. No problem. Um, but, yeah, so today, uh, we've already run out of a lot of time. So, to, to, to make our aim for the day to get as many species as possible, like we would on usual Bird and Big Day, wouldn't be the wisest thing. Today, if we target special species and, and use Karoo. our time for that. Karua, Klein Karua, I mean, the garden route, that's a special place yeah. for the garden route. So, special species there. And then, going over the Robinson's Pass later this afternoon, that would get us yeah, the special like species. So Go get the rock jumper, yeah. the ground woodpecker, picky canary, mm. anything like that. I mean, you need to really think, what is, what is endemic to this area? Mm. So we can focus on our area so that the, all in all, South Africa gets a big number, not just our team, basically. Okay. Well, let's make that our target for today then. We even need to consider going to that area just north of George or just southwest of George to get the Fulvis Whistling Duck, Cape Teals, yeah. all those. You got Cape Teal yet? No. Haven't we have? You've done nothing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we missed all the waterfowl this morning. It's yeah. ridiculous. And we were in the hot spot of the garden route to get waterfowl. We yeah. missed it all. So, yeah. yeah. This, but, but someone else morning. will get that around the country today. I hope so. I hope so. The time is now half past one. And we have probably made our best move yet and have entered the Clankaroo. And it has totally changed. We're about halfway. Yeah, we're about on 70 species now and we hit our first bird party of the day and it's <laughs> already lunchtime. Uh, we just got a few species of canaries, black-headed canary being the, the highlight. We're hitting uh, nice karoo thickets. We're getting 
whiteback mouse birds, speckled mouse birds, uh, the mackerel warblers, and a couple of um, raptors as well, like black-shouldered kite and uh, pale chanting goshawk. So the activity has really picked up so far. The sun is shining here. Uh, wind is dying down and it's wet all around which the karoo birds are loving because usually it's so dry here um, so yeah the activity is definitely picking up um, coming back from George uh, some of the highlights from in George was Victorin's warbler we got um, black sparrowhawk and then coming down the pass we got uh, karoo lark and Pelchon to Goshawk, as I mentioned, and it seems as though we're hitting the prime time of today. So, uh, getting out of the rain really helps. But, um, hey, what do you know? Hey, there's a new species, Namako warbler, just flew over us. Great. Finishing up in the Clankaroo and dusting off those species, we started making our way back to the mountain to go over a different mountain pass called Robinson Pass where we would get some more Fainball specials uh, only found in the Western Cape. And we got onto the topic of some of South Africa's endemic species. Um, over the farm, in the far northeastern corner of the Western Cape, there where the, I want to say, the southernmost tips of the rockets were stopped. They've got rockets with rock jump, but it's officially inside the Western Cape. What? When was that discovered? Uh, a couple of years back already, probably seven odd years back. Sure. And is it? Is so it, all the big Western Cape listers like Trevor Hardy and his cronies have all gone there. And is it publicised? Like, do people know? Stefan Tron. Stefan Tron. Yeah. Okay. He's far. Are he's they far. like keeping it secret or? Yeah, look, it's on private land in any case. Not like you go. Okay. See it. Sure, but that's crazy. But he attested it, and people didn't believe him. And then he eventually got, I think, Garrett Ski. Uh, so, welcome, have a look. Sure. So, that's both species of rock jumper in the same province. Yeah. In this next part, you'll have to excuse the wind blowing like crazy in the background. But I was busy doing something I'd never done before. We walked off the mountain pass into the mountain and we're looking for birds and I was trying to record my podcast at 900 meters above sea level but anyways here it is how's it guys so we are finished with our birding in the Karoo for the day uh, we got a couple of larks a couple of nice canaries and stuff that are specific to the Karoo and not even a single puppet it's quite depressing uh, so now we have made our way up Robinson's Pass, which covers lovely Fainville's habitat, and we are hoping to find some Fainville special. Now, for those of you who are not in South Africa or not aware of Fainville's, it is a floral kingdom that is only found in South Africa and is almost 100% restricted to Western Cape, our province. So, so there are very specific birds in this habitat that only exist in its biome. So. We are looking for some of those species now today before it gets too late. We're looking more specifically for Cape Rock Jumpers, Ground Woodpeckers, and uh, we just ticked Cape Siskin. As you can hear, it's very windy up here, but man, if you could see this view, you would not mind. But, uh, let me just get behind a rock here. It's like this is hectic. Um, so 
for those of you not in South Africa and don't know about Feinbos, it is one of the most uh, biodiverse habitats in South Africa um, and covers and contains very specific species to the habitat that only occur where these plants are found. So certain species like Cape Rock Jumper, uh, Ground Woodpecker love Feinbos as well, although they are widespread across South Africa. But um, but Feinbos button quail, as the name suggests, is found here. It's a lovely small quail, only found in the rank grasslands and restios uh, on mountains. And striped flufftail, which is another species that we'd love to get here. So we're busy walking up the mountain and uh, let's see, Henk is just calling, playing playback. And there you go, they, they just responded now now, so we, we ticked the Cape Rock Jumper. That's another target species for the day ticked off. So now we're gonna, yeah, after we try for ground woodpecker, we're gonna try give it a call. Although the wind will probably blow the sound away. So after this, we're gonna head down to town again and go to the Ogullis Plains, try to get Ogullis Longboard Lark, which is also endemic to the Southern Cape, uh, the Western Cape in South Africa. So yeah, today has been quite a bit of a mess up due to the weather <laughs> um, and breakdowns, but yeah, we're going to just make it about finding endemics today, as uh, many of the other people partaking in this eBird Big Day around South Africa will probably not get as many uh, Feinbos endemics as we will in the Southern Cape, um, and certainly not other places in South Africa since they don't occur there. So we want to kind of add to the country's list and not just our team's list for a global Big Day. Uh, since we can't go for numbers, there's no ways we are going to beat rest uh, of the people in the area uh, of South Africa. So yeah, today is just about getting special species that will contribute to the list of um, birds seen in South Africa for today. And uh, yeah, it's starting to pick up now, but let's see what else we can find. Time is now eight minutes to six o'clock and we're back in town. Oh wow, there's hundreds of lapwings here and plovers, but uh, we're now on the farm roads around George looking for white-faced ducks and a single fulvus duck, fulvus whistling duck that hangs around with them. It's been a rarity in this town for a few months now. I mean, we always get it at the same spot, so we're just eyeing out a couple of white-faced ducks now. Um, we're nearing on 100 species for the day, which is quite a nice uh, number considering the way we started. Listen to all those cows in the background. Coming down from the Robinsons Pass, getting all those Feinbos endemics, uh, we went back into the Mossel Bay area and got some lacquer species like Secretary Bird, which was a very cool one for the day. We got, uh, I think, about five Denims Busters this afternoon and then uh, went down closer to the Ogullis Plains and got another South African endemic, the Ogullis Longbilled Lark. So that's a good one for our area and a good one for the country. Um, and we ended off the day driving through uh, some of the estuaries in Mossel Bay and got some terns, teals, gulls, and uh, greater flamingo. So, yeah, the day has ended off quite well considering the way we started with storms and wind in the forest, and we got three forest species, which was very depressing um, for the garden root forests. So... There's a couple of our target species that we're missing, like Neisner warbler and Neisner woodpecker. But uh, all in all, we've had a really lovely day. Bada bing, bada boom. That was Global Big Day, done and dusted. Well, almost actually. We went back that evening and 
dropped everyone off at home and we added a few more species to our list and we ended off with just checking my eBird stats now 113 species for the day quite proud of myself and the team <laughs> and our last species was a western barn owl i definitely had a good sleep that weekend because it was a tiring and pretty interesting day but yeah all thanks to josh and hank my teammates for making the day and i look forward to our next adventure now if you enjoy listening to this podcast you can subscribe to the birding life on any of your preferred podcast players and on our social media pages as well until next time guys happy birding